0: This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. Welcome back to the Winning Plays
1: Podcast with Brian Robb. I am Rich Levine. It is Saturday night, and we have a series. Uh, Celtics Raptors now tied at two. We'll get to everything from a disappointing game four in just a second. First, as always, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. Give us a follow on Twitter that's at Winning Pod. Shout out to CLNS Media, Bet Online. Uh, B-Rob, we got a lot to talk about. It's getting late. It's uh, it's, it's almost 1 a.m. right now on, uh, I guess, Saturday morning on the East Coast. Uh, we we, we A lot of negative, I imagine, but for that, let's just get this out of the way. This is not that this is positive, but just as an umbrella to this conversation, I don't care if you're playing the Raptors. I don't care if you're playing the New York Knicks. Seven for 35 from the three-point land in
0: an NBA game. You're probably not going to win. Generally not, although I actually did look this up, Rich, and so, what do you think was the worst shooting night the Celtics had this season from three point range before tonight?
1: Just percentage wise, they, they probably yeah, had like a seventeen percent or somewhere in there.
0: Um, no, so this was it was twenty one point six percent. So this was, was the, the worst. worst. This is the worst. This was the worst uh, shooting night of the season. It felt Man. like it. Yeah, <laughs> this uh, you know twenty percent. It's it's generally not good on a team that has a lot of three point shooters and. Um, yeah, and the Celtics, you know, they have they lost their three games where they shot twenty two percent, twenty one percent, twenty one percent. One of those also came against the Raptors um, in back in December. But um, yeah, generally, it's it's good to shoot over this amount. But I will say the the Celtics did win a game where they shot twenty three and twenty four percent from three this year as well. So odds are you're going to lose if you're playing a good team. Um, but it is. Possible to overcome it. We'll get to that later, but for now, yeah, seven to thirty-five, and Jalen, specifically, uh, had a really rough night there. um it, Did he, was this a game three hangover for him after that? uh I mean, we haven't even talked about. I mean, we don't. Know, we want to get into the end of game three here, but it feels like that had it, it feels like years ago already. Right? Does does did that have any impact on him or this game in general? Do you feel like?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, it felt like it was an alternate reality. You know what I mean? Like. Like that shot, uh, OG shot went through at the end of game three. You know, if, if a, a .5 second lapse, you're on the verge of going up 3-0. We're probably talking about a sweep right now uh, in, the, in this other reality. But now, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I felt like, you know, Siakam and Jalen like changed bodies after that shot. It seemed like the, the, the Raptors and the Celtics in general just swapped identities after that shot went in. Like everything that we saw and we talked about from the Celtics from the first two games. It was it was just the exact opposite. And and I do and again, we'll talk about Jalen. It was it, it was the worst I've seen Jalen play. Uh, I've read somewhere online someone said maybe since his rookie year, uh that's you, you got an argument there. That was tough. It wasn't just that the shots weren't falling. It was just I mean obviously the foul trouble, just his confidence, everything about him just seemed off. It really seemed like that uh that OG shot sent him back to like twenty seventeen uh, I did like the fact that in the fourth quarter, and maybe he shot it a few too many times, <laughs> but he he did seem to get a little bit of that rhythm back, a little bit right. of that swagger back, even if it was coming in a lot of missed shots. And I think it was, I think in the same way, the OG shot maybe took the wind out of his sail going into Game Four. I think the way, just his mentality in the fourth quarter, is enough to make you think that maybe this isn't going to be a stink that's going to hang around for the rest of the series, and maybe in Game Five he might be able to turn it around.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. You know, he went. He did hit three of nine in the the fourth quarter. Um, the I guess the problem is a little bit that he and this wasn't all on him. But he was put in some late sh- shot clock situations, but he took nine shots in the fourth quarter. The Celtics took seventeen total shots in the fourth quarter. So not necessarily the guy you want to be taking those shots in that game. But um, it was. A, but he did hit a few, and hopefully, you know, from his standpoint, that kind of is a confidence booster and, and doesn't, you know, gives him a little bit of momentum heading into what is now uh, a wide open series.
1: Um, Was there any conversation about why Robert Williams did not play more? Was he injured in that, in that, that play at the end of the half?
0: See, no. And it's actually unfortunate that they, these pressers are very short now um, on the zooms, especially after a loss since, sure they want to do get everyone in and out so
1: so how does that work like brad brad comes on to the zoom
0: brad comes on to the zoom you're raising your hand on the zoom and you're probably only gonna get one question and you might not even get a question in if there's a ton of people also asking questions that are there in person who's pulling buried. the strings
1: is it like twist or or christian or
0: yeah yeah it's you know it's different guy on the on top every time so um yeah so i mean i i asked a question but i had a second question um later and then you know you don't really get repeat questions um and after a game like that. So I my guess is and I don't think this was I mean I write wrote about before the game that he should be playing more and he did in the first half, but I think Brad got scared of going back to him more in the second half because Abaka was so red hot from three. And Rob Williams, for all the good things he does, closing out on good big three point shooters is not one of them. And so I think he just abandoned ship there, um, which I don't think was a, a great idea. Would it, would, did you miss? No, Robbie and, I, and I, was the, I, I was looking at
1: this. I was looking at at the stat, uh, or I was reading the stat as it pertains to to Williams and Ibaka. And I think Rob's only been on Ibaka for six of his of his made jump shots. Like, yeah. he, like, it hasn't, Oh, like, Ibaka's been great, like, no question, but, like, it's not like, like, once once that matchup comes with Time Lord and Ibaka, then he starts killing the Celtics. Right. Like he's, he's, he's killing he's, them he's, regardless.
0: Right. He's just picking and popping and getting that shot. The Celtics are living with that shot because they want to, you know, stop Lowry and stop the guys in the paint, and so they're going to say, okay, you know, if Lowry can beat us from three, then, like, so be it. And, I, mean, I mean, if Ibaka can beat us from, from three, so be it, and that... Well, that's that's happened now. You know, It happened tonight. It hasn't happened in more games tonight, but he's been clearly great all series from out there. So that's a tough pick-your-poison situation. But I agree. I mean, in terms of I don't think that's a good enough reason to keep Williams out of the game. And the Celtics' offense is sputtering enough in that second half without his rim-running presence. I don't know. Maybe it's a zone, too, that the Raptors are throwing in that it feels like the pick and roll doesn't work for stevens anymore. I'm not sure there. It's a, it's a it's a question we're going to get he's going to get asked before game 5 and i don't expect him to reveal his true cards there, but it is a it'll be an interesting conundrum to see, you know, why he went away from so much in the second half there.
1: Yeah, here, here it is. So Abaco's uh, I don't know if this is updated toward to, to the end of the last game, but at some point during during game 4 for the series, Abaco was 10 for 19 from threes. Only four of those makes were considered contested. It, 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 only four of the, the attempts of the nineteen were considered con- contested, right. and only six of the nineteen was was uh, time lord, you know, according to 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 the stats, his 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 primary defender.
0: Got it. So yeah, so it is a again, it might just be a scheme situation where this slow he's hit enough now, where it's like okay, and it, you're gonna have to make an adjustment here, whether that's switching those screens when he's involved or you know sending extra help so he has to make the extra pass i'm not sure there's not a lot of great solutions there um, and especially
1: where especially since you know grant williams i know it's a, and I, we talked about this i think on our last episode how the numbers when tice and grant williams are out there out there together defensively but to the somewhat naked eye grant williams seems a bit over his head in this series uh yeah. i don't i i'm not i'm not seeing the plus and tice has not been great either You know, I mean, he's always going to block some shots, have some rebounds, but he's shooting 20% from, from three now for the playoffs. So it's not like he's helping you spread the floor a little uh, anymore. It just, and I've said this, I see this every time, even when, when, when Rob Williams is not at his best, the Celtics seem to be better when he's out there, especially against the Raptors. And if he's not injured, if it wasn't a matter of that fall, he took the end of the first half. It just doesn't make sense to me.
0: Yeah. And especially from like an energy standpoint, uh, this team was kind of lackluster night, and I uh, just going back and watching, you know, bits and pieces. I actually went back and watched all of the Raptors made baskets in this game, you know, quickly through the NBA.com stats page, which is all I know. Which is, I mean, it actually wasn't that many. They shot thirty nine percent from the field, so this was a sure. kind of a situation where it's like, oh yeah, the Celtics shot terribly, but so did the Raptors, and you know, this is why the Celtics were still in the game. But to be honest, Rich. And Tatum and and Kemba Walker alluded to this after the game. the The effort and intensity just wasn't there tonight for a game four. This was when you looked at the effort of some of the closeouts and the boxouts and just mental mistakes that can't happen. It looked like it was a a Wednesday night game against the Kings in January um, <laughs> yeah. versus
1: when, when like the Garden's like like fifteen percent full. Exactly Everyone's stuck in traffic. No one right. wants to be there.
0: Yeah. That was that was the effort. And it wasn't, and it was widespread. It was like you could find two plays of Tatum, Kemba, Smart, Jalen, um, where they just weren't getting out in the closeouts or weren't boxing out their man. There was one play that I tweeted out where minute uh, into the game, Lowry misses a layup and the ball bounces between Tatum, Smart, and Kemba, and no one gets it, and and Lowry just plows through and and. And grabs the offensive rebound, and that kind of was the story of the game. I feel like for two teams that were going to rock fight for most of it, and Toronto just wanted it more.
1: Yeah, no. And again, I, when we talk about the the psychological effect potentially of that shot by Ananobi, and I, I don't think we can downplay that. I think that that's real, especially given the given the life that these guys are living right now. You can't really ignore it. You can't really. It's hard to distract yourself from from like like we said, being up three zero. Right. That that you you if that shot misses, the Celtics are winning this series, whether it's four games, five games, whatever. And now all of a sudden, again, I mean, I don't I don't know if, if Toronto is the is favorite, if we can say that they're favorite to win this series. Cause I st- I still do think the Celtics are a better team. But, uh, you know, you mentioned Lowry and, and him getting that getting that loose ball. But I think the way he came out in the game today, I mean, that that's what you need. I don't know who it's going to be on the Celtics in game five. Like, I think either Kemba. That's Kemba, I think. Because he has
0: he has the advantage in like the matchup, because like Tatum doing that against Lowry or OG, that's really tough. Kemba in the pick and roll against Gonzal, like that is where this team is going to make their hay in this series now.
1: Yeah, we spent a lot of time crowning Tatum though as being ready to be a potential top ten player, potential best best player on a on a championship team. And if we're saying, and I listen, Lowry is a potential Hall of Famer, right? He's a great, great defender. Adenobi is a specimen. You know, he he's a guy who can probably give Tatum more trouble than a lot of guys in this league. But he still needs to be be better than that offensively against those guys. Whether it's using the size advantage against Lowry or whatever it is against against OG, uh, or maybe or maybe we were a little too soon to, to to crown Tatum the way we were. But I think the intensity that he played within that Philly series and that Lowry came out from the start tonight and really set the tone before anyone on the Celtics were comfortable, was comfortable. That's what we need to see. Again, maybe, maybe this is a series account on Kemba. I'd love to see Tatum be that guy.
0: Yeah. That's a good point by you. I mean, that's, you have, if you're going to be in that category, I mean, he had 24 and 10 tonight. So it wasn't like this was a a dud out of him. 10 of 18 shooting did struggle like everyone else from three point range. One of six there. Um, Only five foul shot attempts, right? Five, 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 five free throw attempts. So that's again that's somewhere that's gone down. You know, Nick Nurse's uh, complaints after Game Two seem to be working a little bit there, um, <laughs> and he... five five turnovers too was is is not what you're looking for. Ouch. If you're Brad Stevens, um,
1: did they mention his? Did uh, they mention Tatum's bumps and bruises at all in the, in the post game? Because I know he had the the t- t- turned ankle early, and then right. down the stretch when him and when Lowry sort of dove into the. It was something on the side? I don't know if it was a scores table or whatever it was. It seemed like he might have banged something, but that w- that's just going to be normal wear and tear. There was no no focus on that.
0: Yeah, he didn't mention anything um, after the game. But yeah, you wonder when you see a couple of the lackluster effort plays or just you know awareness plays from him how much of a factor that was mid game there. Um, but yeah, like he he's far. I mean, I think to me, he was he's kinda at the level he's gonna be at this in this series. Like you got twenty four from him in this game, I'm not sure on ten of eighteen shooting. It's more Kemba took nine shots in this game. Like you like that can't happen. Like he needs to and that's part of it's on him. I think part of that's on Brad Stevens, because he's been the most consistent creator in this series. Um and when the Raptors are still running out Gasol twenty six minutes in these games right now, like yeah you need to make them pay for that and um so what do you think
1: is it is it Jalen shots is it i mean you know marcus Marcus was one of six from three you may maybe yeah maybe he's some of those the are, law of averages
0: has come for Marcus right now um five turnovers two of eight mm-hmm. I think he's like
1: minus one that, that's something you don't see very often next to right. next to Marcus Smart, and you also don't see them the minus fourteen next to yeah Jalen Jalen brown so this but, is
0: where I mean we haven't talked about Gordo at all. But this is, like, for the people who are like, well, oh, you know, they don't really miss Gordo. Like, well, <laughs> watch like, watch this series right now. Because because if you're Brad, you don't really have an alternative here. You kind of got to ride Jalen. And if you had Gordon in a game like this, you wouldn't have to play him 40 minutes still. Um, but now, I mean, the bench has been pretty solid. You got seven surprise points out of Shemi in the second quarter. You know, we've yeah. talked about Rob already. Wanamaker is, you know he's not killing you at least um he avoided the two traveling tonight so that's good (laughs) Um, but yeah
1: you look 11 minutes for shemmy 12 and a half minutes for grant if that if those 25 minutes and then you know add it add in another 10 somewhere uh belonging to gordon hayward i don't think we're having this this doomsday conversation
0: yeah i mean they could literally play seven guys if gordon was was uh active um in this series but that's clearly not the case now and to be honest that's kind of what the Raptors are doing right now anyway like Lowry and Van Fleet and Siakam rested a total of nine minutes combined in this game wow. um and that's kind of going to be the series now I think Nick Nurse is just like okay Norm Powell doesn't have it um and so i going to ride it for these guys and you know Van Fleet and Siakam in their prime Lowry is just a, a grinder and I think uh Brad is slowly getting there with Tatum Cam I guess you can be happy if you're a Celtics fan. Mike Boonholzer doesn't coach his team um <laughs> but but it might be a situation where Tatum just has to go I mean he was a he was plus 0 in this game in 43 minutes so it's like
1: I like that you said plus 0 and not minus 0 right Very exactly. optimistic I mean, I, I'm
0: just reading reading it right off the uh the <laughs> ESPN there's ESPN likes plus or minus so it's um yeah it's every It's going to be the little things in this series now you're you're down to three games here and both teams have had miserable shooting nights and now it's just who's gonna who's gonna come through and be the the difference maker in one of these games and potentially swing a series
1: uh first let me tell you b rob that the wait is finally over football is back uh you might not be at a game this year but you can still be on the action at bet online bet online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props Bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online you can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins division and championship futures today head to bet online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses bet online your online sports book experts uh so what do, what do you think it would take game seven any chance we see gordo no.
0: He's getting down so the latest reports on him is he's getting down to the bubble on Sunday. Um and he's gonna have Meaning to do a four he, okay. he's gonna have to do a four day quarantine there. And Brad said he's quote, not close to playing yet. So I think that's that'll do it to me that says I mean, I don't I to me that says like probably not gonna be ready for the start of the next series. Um, whenever that if they get there.
1: I um, know. Milwaukee might push this to seven. Do you think so? This, this will, will probably, you know, we're, we're doing this obviously before Milwaukee-Miami. Do you have any any hope left in the Bucks, or do you think they just want to go home? Is, is this a sweep?
0: I don't think it's a sweep. I think Milwaukee gets maybe a gentleman sweep here. Um, I think they'll get one and then it'll end in five or six. I think, you know, if Giannis, if Giannis, is, if Giannis is hurt, then it's a sweep because that ankle situation, he says he's fine, but I don't know, like, he was kind of hobbling at several points of that game. Um, but yeah, like, I I mean, the series is over. I just don't think that... If you just look at how the two teams are playing, period, um, you know, Miami is just so much more in sync right now and clearly know what they want to do much more than the Bucks do, who have just not looked right in the bubble the whole time. And And that just... I don't know. You just look at the Celtics... The opportunity there for them right now in this series, in the East, and even the whole—I mean, the Clippers lost night The Nuggets, like this thing, is wide open this year, Rich, and yep. it's it's there for the taking for for some team.
1: No, and, and again, and and if we'd had this conversation again, I mean, who knows if OG misses misses one baseline jump shot, and we're we're having the conversation about the, the Celtics certainly being a contender, uh, maybe even one of the favorites to 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 win the title if they only have to get through not only Miami but if it's Miami and then. You know, one of the LA teams, um, but so what's your take about-
0: on the last? I want your game three, end of the game. Everyone's got a take on for the blame game for that play. Yeah, where, I mean, where, I gener- where, i
1: generally hate the blame game, but I mean, Brad is anyone? Was that one of the questions for him, or uh, in the in the game before? Like, why are you playing a zone defense?
0: Right, and so this is from just my buddies, from respected basketball buddies, texting me. That was the same. Universal thing I got. Like, why? I mean, I asked him, and he said, you know, this is, we do this in, you know, late clock situations, the matchup zone, which is true. But I'm going to feel like 0.5 seconds there, you you don't want to have a chance. Of some, the only way you can really get hurt is if someone gets wide open, and there's a much better chance of that happening against a zone, especially when the Raptors know you're probably going to play a zone, which I think would happen there, and they drew up something. That put Jalen in a tough spot, and and made them pay for it.
1: Yeah, again, it's a it's a, it's a great shot, right? You got to give him credit for the oh, shot. Sure. Great execution. Yeah, and, and again, and, and if it's a and and if somehow like they run a player off like a like a picket fence, and like the man to man comes comes out comes out to to bite him in the ass, we're having the opposite conversation. But yeah, just you know, Monday morning quarterback that didn't make much sense. I don't know if they were overconfident in their use of taco. Uh, pretty pretty uh, ruthless but you know taco messes up his 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 point right? five, and now he's in street clothes Uh, for the for the next game it's,
0: it's crazy if if Vincent is not going home for the birth of his kid or Trent Waters isn't hurt taco's not even dressed for that game and, yeah and then like and the other thing about that him just having someone on the inbounder in that situation obviously putting taco on there there's no real fault for that when he's there but like do you, are you better off having that guy have his back to the, the inbounder and just being you know a center fielder there, right um,
1: again for point five because that guy can't 0.5. shoot it obviously
0: right he's not going he can't throw off your back and shoot like there's just not enough time for that there,
1: yeah um, and you know and it's also one of those things where like I I don't think we can probably understate the amount of times Brad Stevens has probably analyzed that very situation, right against that very team. Right. Maybe not with 100 the percent the the personnel on, on, on the floor. But, you know, I don't think that anything that any decisions that they make in that organization are without, you know, being tested up and down in every possible way analytically oh, for and sure. analytically and everything else. So it's like I'm sure they have their reasons. And did bred has Brad offered a, an explanation at all. Was he was he asked about that?
0: Yeah, so I mean, he just talked about that, you know, immediately after the game and was just like, yeah, we could have, you know, defended it better is pretty much the lines of, like, what he's going to give you on that. He's not going to throw, you know, any player under the bus there. There were a lot of miscues, whether it was Tice kind of overhelping out of the middle, which left Jalen, you know, being forced to make a decision between getting engaged with Gasol or, you know, leaving that lane open for him. So it was kind of the, the perfect storm of dominoes coming through. And Jalen still,
1: still contested pretty well. Yeah, and he, he almost wait. got there.
0: I know, which is crazy. <laughs> He, was right.
1: he, he certainly put put pressure on it. it was a, it was a great shot? It was a great play, and it's just like it's crazy how much that again just opened. Like, we well, talk like sliding doors, just a new reality of this series, and and of again just changed the face of both these teams in terms of what we saw that next game. But I do, you know, I I, I certainly don't think the Celtics are going to fold. I am pretty confident that. So I like what I saw from Jalen. I think that we're going to see Kemba. He's got it after after eight shots. a game like that he's got to come out and 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 take control a little bit more even if he has to force some shots okay just force it like get yourself in the in the i don't know just just be 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 kemba walk kemba walker a guy that they're gonna have to be afraid of and a guy who again who was dominating the series in his, his own way prior to uh prior to tonight
0: yeah it's just looking through like tonight I'm a thing, like, oh, Toronto's due to hit some threes. Like, well, they did hit, like, outside of Siakam, they, everyone hit threes tonight. Like, Lowry went 4-10. Van Fleet went 5-11. Abaka was 4-4. OG was 4-4. 2-4. Jesus. Yeah, so, I mean, Abaka has just been... I just don't... He gets... He had some really good shooting years with the Thunder, I guess, but just not to this... You, you don't expect it to be this level. So, I, I mean, adjustment-wise, do you do something there if you're Brad Stevens? Do you, like, do make switch that as opposed to try to keep you know Lowry away from the paint is is has he hit enough to make you account for him or are you saying he's Serge Ibaka like if he's going to beat us in two more games like so be it we'd rather not (laughs) mess with our scheme
1: I would maybe I'd maybe try to stick to your guns one more game right I don't know. That, that that that's what I think. I think if if you're at, if you're at the point now where Abaka is killing you in five straight games, maybe and you and you still got and you're still alive, maybe six or seven you you throw a different wrinkle and throw him off. But yeah, I think the best smart thing to do is to play, and again, we're talking about the Celtics series, to play the play the data, you know, play the numbers and and, and guys are going to get hot, they're going to have hot series, but it's just it's hard to imagine that. Again, you know, is. Shooting like Ray Allen from three, like you know, wagging his 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 finger like Matumbo after blocked shots, like the guy's been been out of his mind. And at some point, he's got to come back down to earth.
0: Yeah, it's you'd think they're due for that at this point. I'm Not sure. I mean, it's been he's been red hot even in the Brooklyn series too. So it's it's just something that you you just can't be casual about those closeouts anymore. And maybe you send help from like the side when you do the pick and pop, or someone cheats over and kind of just throws them out of rhythm, but you can't... They've been letting him get comfortable early in these games, and I think they need to make a point of just trying to disrupt that because he's he's the one guy who has hit shots in this series, in all these games, him and OG. Um, And you could actually see, like, Brad was really pissed on a couple of of Jalen and Tatum's closeouts um, on those guys that were just, again, just casual. Like, not terrible, but still just like, this is a playoff game this is a playoff game against a really good team and you can't afford to give them good looks. And especially if you're shooting four of 18.
1: So what's your, what's your recipe for, uh, for game five? You know, what's so what you want? Marcus smart, maybe fewer than, than, than five, three point attempts.
0: Yeah. It's, you know, you gotta, did you feel like they were kind of playing home, like trying to do it themselves a little too, too much late in this game?
1: Yeah, maybe not even that late.
0: Yeah, you know, even I, early, I, I right? think I
1: think Brad, Brad said that. You know, they fell down early, and then they just, like he says, started started to try to hit home runs when it, there was still plenty of time for for to accumulating singles and doubles and and stuff like that. It's the ball movement wasn't there, and again, a lot of that is just like, again, it wasn't just that Jalen was missing shots. I just just the entire vibe, the whole, the whole the confidence that he carried with himself for you know, the entirety of that that Philly series and from the second he really had landed in the bubble. Um to even the sort of the, the, the first few games of, of this series. It just it looked like like rookie Jalen Brown out there. And and when that's out there and again Tatum still had a great game. He still had was it, twenty four? Um yep. and he was taking it to the hoop. He was he was being aggressive even if he wasn't living at the line how he liked. But like even some of his sort of just like just that confidence of him being the best player out there, which he had for that Philly series. We just had that, that look about him. And I don't know if it's again, like you're, this is a different team. You're playing some tough dudes with Van Vliet and, and Lowry, especially where there was no one on Philly that was, that was carrying themselves that way. You know, you kind of knew they were, they were, they were a bit of a, a bit of a joke. Um, but these are like grown men on this Raptors team and maybe Jalen and Jason are feeling that a little bit right now, but you know, that's, you know, we talked about the, the that those are the two guys that they were going to be counting on to be all-stars every time you take the court. And certainly, you know, Jalen didn't do that tonight. But like I said, I like the way he finished the game. You know, I really did. I think, I think that was, if there's one positive to take from that loss is that he was able to sort of wake up a little bit down the stretch.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. And to be honest, from a, I mean, I think if you're Brad Stevens, you just show the clips of the, the laziness on defense defense because for for as lazy they were they still held them to 100 points and like 39 percent shooting so how mad are you going to get um but just show okay okay like this is you know you're not gonna the this is what you can control like the the shots going down you, you, against a good defense like that's that's going to be up in the air and you're going to probably shoot better than 20 percent, but you can't count on you know shooting like that in game one so you're going to win the series of your defense here and you're going to make Toronto score on you in the half court and you're not going to give them open looks because you're too lazy to get out to the shooter and then that I think that's that's your formula right there because the Celtics for as poorly as they played in this game they were still within arm's length the whole time i don't think they fell behind by more than like 9 points despite these struggles which is kind of yeah. you know encouraging i'd say
1: you know, and I know that they have, I think, a different way of formula for for uh, keeping track of, like, the fast break points. I think there's, like, the secondary break that they're just as concerned about and even right. a tertiary. But, like, they only gave up seven fast break points according to the ESPN box score. So it seemed like they were slowing them down a little bit. But, like you know, like you said, with the three-pointers falling like they were tonight, at least especially early for Toronto when they took control, you know, that's just something that you didn't have to deal with in the first two games and most of the first three games, really. No,
0: and so that's, and I mean, as far as I mean, we talked about the Rob Williams situation. I think that needs to, you know, be looked at a little bit more. Um, and beyond that, like you can't really complain much about the bench because they're, they're not, they're not really hurting you. They're they're fine when they're out there. They're not there for that long. But there's no game in this series where they've been a, a real li- liability, and that's that's a huge plus when you're facing you know, the likes of like Abaca and, and pal and coming from Toronto. So uh, and then again, on... I said, that's where Gordon kills you
1: too, because when you can bring Marcus smart off the bench, right. Right. To, to be in that conversation, that's such a game changer. Um, right. But you know, next man up. So what are you feeling here? Um, What's your vibe? Uh, my vibe is, So I think what I think originally did I said what was what were our original predictions? I know I wanted I had
0: Celtics and seven. I know you. I
1: think I said Celtics and six. I did yeah. say that if, if Lowry was healthy, I was going to pick the Raptors, and he yeah. got that that ankle injury, could not feel farther away right. <laughs> than, than, than it does right now. I can't believe that was that was only a week or so ago. Even if it was that, but you know, I, I think I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Celtics in Game Five. Uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say Celtics and six. I'm gonna stick to my to my original. Uh, thing I think that the that is going to be highs and lows, peaks and valleys, and it's so weird because kind of played out like the this, this series is playing out like the Celtics had home court advantage, right? You know, right. the the Raptors steal a game three at home, and then you know, tonight was just a total game that you would see in Toronto. You know, just with the way oh, Jaylen, with the way Jalen played and and all that. But I just I just think that uh, you know it, it, again if it's about just just I'm playing harder because I hate, you know I, and I know said wanting it more. I, I'm always on the fence about that that phrase in general, but if it's about just stepping it up a little bit more, playing with a little bit more intensity, so like
0: more focus, I and mean, the Raptors are good. Work. I mean,
1: Lowry's so good. The, the the taking the charges the way he does, and Van Vliet's just such a tough player. Uh, and you know, Siakam was was you know still, I said two or thirteen from three, but far and away, played his best with with Jalen sort of struggling on the defensive end. Certainly once he he got into foul trouble, but I just think that. Uh, I think that they, the Celtics, just have the the mentality and the, and the chemistry, and the support staff to sort of get over, to, to wake up. You know, I think I think you said it earlier. The, the hangover from from Game Three. I think that this is what it was. Um, I think they've played through it. I think they're ready to take a take a nice cold shower, eat some eat some shitty food, get the hangover out of their system, and uh, and then I think they'll be ready on game in Game Five.
0: I think Game Five winner is going to take the series. And
1: who's going to win game
0: five? And that's, I'll leave that up to you. I have Celtics in seven, so we'll just, I'm not going to move off that prediction. Um, But yeah, it's, this is, again, what kind of we expected all along. Like this was, and that's why I guess probably why the Celtics, when you talk about the hangover from game three, because they knew it too, being like, oh man, we could have really dodged a bullet, and now we gave this team life, and this is just not the team you want to give life to. No. Um, as far as an opponent no like saw. you said
1: it's not not the not the the path that we imagined we the, the series would take to get to two two but <laughs> right. it, uh, it it makes sense this, this is a I, again and I think you talk about seven games this just has just the feel of a series that deserves to go to go seven games and uh, I'm sticking with six though all
0: right you here your first um, so head straight to Online.ag to follow rich's uh yeah i wonder here. what the uh I
1: was, I was gonna try and quickly look up i mean and if anyone's still listening i think that they'll they'll hang out for another few minutes what a few minutes while i look for an updated uh do you think they have an updated uh series price i saw
0: toronto is minus one for game five so i assume they're the favorites for the series now if they're gonna get wow. the game five edge. it's probably it's a pick them on I to pick
1: it? them on on uh, on BetOnline.ag. All right, um, there you go. The Celtics, I think, were a, were a f- were favored by a point tonight. Yeah, the only series, the only series that they have up right now is the Lakers-Rockets. Uh, Lakers, Rockets. Lakers plus, still favored in that one. They are pretty heavily. You can still get plus two fifteen on the on the Rockets wow. winning the series. Yeah, it's right. kind of tempting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, we'll see. You. Game two will tell a bigger story there, but that I Houston did what you'd expect him to do in a matchup like that with how they want to play now. So I don't know. It's going to be fun. This is going to be a fun second round here. It looks like outside of the Miami Milwaukee series, which is, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll save that for maybe after money's episode or after money's game. But nah, um, I'm just,
1: I'm terrified of, of the, just, just the idea of Kelly Olynyk standing between the Celtics and a potential trip to the finals. Already Not getting a little you anxious. S- Already <laughs> getting a little anxious.
0: All right. Well, we'll be back after a pivotal Game Five to to break this that game down, as well as uh, Kelly Olynyk's potential impact on the Eastern Conference Finals. And um, in the meantime, hit us up at Winning Plays Pod on Twitter at Rich underscore Levine, at Brian T Rob. And yeah, well, this is a. A fun one that we expected to be and we'll be back breaking it down on monday night